We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. My goodness. Welcome to Center Stage, all things arts and entertainment. We believe you ought to know about it. There is so much going around. It does. It doesn't matter if it's snowing. It doesn't matter if, if it's too hot or too cold. The bottom line is that Minnesota, you support the arts, and we are so grateful for it. And we're going to start out with Tim Casper. Who is he? Well, he's from The Blenders. Bringing the holiday spirit as only they can, The Blenders return to the historic Pantages Theater in downtown Minneapolis for three shows, December 9th, 10th, and 11th, after a two-year hiatus. And, of course, that hiatus was basically based on COVID-19 pandemic. So I can just imagine, I remember how hard it was for most artists when we were going through that period. But now things are starting to come together again. So Pantages Theater, December 19th and 11th, you need to get over and see the blenders again. And as of now, there are no vaccination card reviews or mask requirements at the theater. It's amazing. So let's welcome Tim Casper. How are you, Tim? Hello, sweet person. How are you doing? I am doing very well. My goodness, isn't it remarkable how we have overcome, how we have reached this point where we're not even, you know, having to wear masks anymore? It's just really quite remarkable. It's really incredible, and we're really happy about that. You know, of course, we always want people to uh, do what they want to do and, and be safe. But, you know, I think that was one of the big reasons we didn't come last uh, back last year, because we thought there's still a lot of things that are up in the air, still a lot of people that might be wary about things. And uh, we thought, we'll give it one more year. And that's exactly what we did. And we are really excited to come back strong this year. Yeah, we did. Uh, the Steels did six shows last December. And I must tell you, it was difficult, you know, the different age uh, differences and um, how people were still not feeling the best, that sort of thing. It was very hard to try to figure out, is that the right thing to do? So I think you did the right thing for sure. And of course, when the Christmas stage went dark, you guys have always done these shows. And I think, what is it, 36 years now you've done Christmas shows? Do I have that right? <laughs> no. Uh, we're not quite that old. Did you say 36 years? 36, yeah. You know what, though? You, you're, you're close. We've I'm been close. Together for about, uh, we're, we've been together for about 33 years, but we've been doing Christmas shows for probably about 20, yeah, 20, 23, 24 years, something like that. I think we recorded yeah. our first Christmas album, Nog, in 2007. So you're not too far off. You just All of a sudden, I remembered how old I was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you have been so fortunate. You guys have worked with amazing artists. There have been artists that fell in love with you, like Erica Badu. Tell me about that. Yeah, that was kind of on a left field. I mean, talk about scoring big points with your wife. I mean, I love Erica Badu, too, but she, my wife is a big fan. And all of a sudden, out of the blue, in an article, I believe it was in the Dallas Morning News, 
or one of the Dallas newspapers, they asked her her favorite Christmas albums, and one of them was our Christmas album, When It Snows. So oh, that was on a left field, too. but boy, <laughs> you know what it's like, Gerald. I mean, those little things, like all of a sudden someone gives you, you know, all of a sudden you get some certain kind of recognition that just blows your mind, and it just it keeps you going. It's amazing. It does keep you going. That is the absolute truth. So tell me about the th- the four shows you guys are doing, or is it three? I just said it, and I can't remember. Good Lord. It's, a, it's actually three. Sometimes we do four. Sometimes we do three, something like that. And, uh, yeah, uh, December 9th through the 11th. So we're going to do Friday night and Saturday night. We do an 8 p.m. show. And then uh, Sunday afternoon we do a 2 o'clock matinee. Okay, so here you are again, once again, coming forward with your show. People missed you when you weren't there. Let me tell you, I was one of them. And, of course, the tickets are $48, not bad, but it does come with another fee on top of that. It's available at the Pantages Theater box office at 612-339-7007. But what else would you like to tell us about the show? Yeah, I mean, speaking of prices, we've always really tried our hardest to keep the prices really reasonable and so families could come. And so we try to do our best on that. We know sometimes fees are tacked, in, t- tacked on and everything, but we're going to give people a great a great night of fun Christmas music. It's a couple hours, you know. Um, we pride ourselves in, in being good company of like the Steels and the Petersons and groups like that. So if you go to a show and there's, there's it's high energy, a lot of harmony, and uh, we're going to miss you this year. You guys taking a year Aww. off? Yeah, we you know, we really wanted to do it. We just couldn't get the two sides yeah. to get to the contract yet. But that's okay. okay. I will be in you your in your company for sure. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, that happens and, and we completely understand that. We'll miss you. But uh like I said, yeah, we, we just really pride ourselves on the fact that we still love doing it. The four of us are great friends and as you know, it's just all about that harmony. It's all about singing together. And do you have a new album to present this year? We don't. In fact, um, we looked at doing something. So when we took time off for uh, the pandemic two years ago, instead of braving a, um, an online show, we did some videos. We recorded six, uh, shot six videos of live performances in the studio and uh, with our band. And so you can find those on YouTube. If you go to the Blenders channel on YouTube, you can find those. They're called the studio. I think they're called the studio sessions. And um, But we didn't do a new record. We, we really looked at it last year, and it's really funny. You start to have these conversations, and, and the four of us, you know, we're just we're in charge of our own stuff, and we just start to talk, and we go, does anybody want to hear this? And right. even though we know they do want, right? I mean, you know what that's like. You're trying to create things, and sometimes you feel like you're creating things in a vacuum, and, right. and you're saying to yourself, does anyone want this? Why are we doing this? And so um, in the end... I, I think people do. There's an appetite for it, but we just we kind of ran out of gas on it as far as we moved out of some other things. So we're hoping to do some new music uh, coming up next year, and we always do throw a few uh, new things into the show. Well, I, it's impressive. I want, again, to give the the date, the time, and where it is happening. Go. Okay. So uh, at the Pantages Theater, it is December 9th through the 11th, and uh, the 11th is a matinee at 2 o'clock. And we hope that uh, people come out, bring the whole family. The Pantages is a great theater. hundred, I mean, there's only a thousand people that fit in there, so every seat is great, and um, it'll be a great time for a couple hours, you know, and have, have a little cocktail and have fun. I also want to just talk about your documentary. Oh my goodness, you guys had so much fun doing that, and I'm just wondering oh. how far did it go? Are, are people still watching it? Are you still hearing more about it? Well, thank you so much for uh, participating as well, and we appreciate that. I mean, having fans like like you and JD and 
and people like that. It's just amazing to us. But, you know, it, it lives uh, right now. I think it's on YouTube. And, um, you know, that's about as far as we took it. It didn't go to any broadcast or anything like that, which is fine. And um, I think, you know, when, when you're looking at things like that, music clearances becomes really tough, you know, it becomes really expensive. So um, that was the main issue. And so we didn't take it any further than that. But people can watch it if they want to watch and uh, see the beautiful Gerilyn Steele uh, interview. Oh, no. It's one last song and it's on YouTube as well. All that stuff lives on YouTube, which is really cool. That's awesome. Congratulations to all of your successes. I wish we had more time to talk about it because you you guys have a lot to really be grateful for. And I'm grateful that you guys are doing your shows. And this is December 9th, 10th, and 11th at the Pantages Theater, downtown Minneapolis. Can't wait to see you. Take care of yourself, Ryan. Really good to talk to you. Tim, oh, my God, I said Ryan. That's okay. Don't worry. We're interchangeable. (laughs) There you go. Bye, Tim. Yeah. All right, everyone, coming up next will be Barrel Flash. Have you ever heard of Barrel Flash? I haven't. We're going to learn all about them in just a moment. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It is now 920 here at WCCO. Welcome back. You are listening to Center Stage, all things arts and entertainment. We just want you to know all about it. And this is a particular band I've never heard of before, so I'm so excited to interview them. They are called Barrel Flash. Have you ever heard of them, Jonathan? First time I've heard of them. I know, right? All right, Barrel Flash is a Minneapolis-St. Paul-based trio coming out of the folk traditions of the United States, United Kingdom, and Ireland. Julia, Priscilla, and Ross met in the vigorous music and brewery tap room club scene in the Twin Cities. With each member bringing a different bouquet of musical influences, the trio applies their unique stylings to original work and new interpretations of what we consider, or what they consider, Classics, creating an honest and vibrant sound of their own. Julia Brown, Priscilla Thomas, and of course, Ross is joining us now right here at WCCO. Hello, Ross. How are you? I am very well. How are you, Geraldine? I'm doing great. How long, how long have you guys been together? 
uh, we have been uh, we've been together pretty much about four years, and we were just getting our feet on the ground, which is one reason why you haven't heard of us. Uh, uh, just as about COVID was hitting, so we were beginning to play in the area. And I have my uh, bandmates, uh, Priscilla Thomas and Julia Brown, with me here. Hello, hi, Julia. Hello, Julia and Priscilla. So glad you could join us. All right, Julia, tell me how you got involved with this group. So I got involved with this group. Um, I played in another band for uh, about five years called Sister Theta here in town. And when that band split up uh, because our guitarist went to rabbinical school, I like to say that's the old rock and roll cliche where you go right from rock star to rabbi. Um, So we split (laughs) up and I was looking for uh, some new collaborators and Ross had actually booked our band um, at a a venue. And so we met him that way and he and I started playing together. Uh, And then we knew Priscilla through uh, her other group, Sweet Rhubarb, which is an amazing trio as well. And, uh, we tempted her over to add us to her dance card. <laughs> right. Um, you know, the interesting thing for me is I look at your bios, and Ross, you are a vocalist, acoustic, electric, guitar, and harmonica. Those are the instruments that you play. And then, of course, there is Priscilla, who is a vocalist, electric, bass, and guitar player. Wow, that is so awesome, by the way. And, <laughs> and Julia, you are vocals and piano. Okay, let's go over to Priscilla. Priscilla, tell me how you got into this band. Uh, well, as Julia said, my other band, Sweet Rhubarb, uh, played in a venue that Ross was looking for, and I also uh, lived in Ross's, or I, my old neighborhood was Ross's neighborhood, so I kind of knew him from around the hood and from the meeting at Speedy Market. <laughs> and right. so we just all kind of knew each other, and uh, I believe uh, Ross and Julia had another bass player who away and uh, I started sitting in with them um, and then we decided to make it a trio. We were having so much fun. Which was really yeah. great for us because we three, we're all three vocalists. So one thing I love about this trio is like we each write songs and bring them to the table, but often we'll say, I think it'd be better if you sing this song instead of me. So it's, it's very collaborative and I think that's something that I really love about what we do. Yeah, that really matters. And please, um, uh, in fact, um, Ross, you guys have Irish folk and jazz and blues and so many different genres that define who you are. Tell us how that came to be. Oh boy, that's a toughie. Uh, we we I like to think that we just hear things we like, and I, we aren't very genre or style oriented, but we all come from different. Uh, different musical backgrounds and I think we just hear something and we like it and when we started writing songs a lot of mine come out of sort of a blues based thing but I also have spent a lot of time in the UK so I have a lot of Brit rock pub rock vibe in there Julia has quite a bit of an Irish uh, tilt to a lot of her songs because she actually uh, lived and studied there for a while and Priscilla brings to us some jazz and uh, really nice uh, uh, baseline stuff, which we absolutely love. So I, I I almost hesitate to say we have a genre, but as you know, Gerilyn, if you don't have one, somebody's always trying to stick one on you. 
<laughs> so true. It's like they you can't sell out. your albums until they define who you are. Exactly. Well, you into one of those yeah. categories. Yeah. Yeah. We figure, you know, folk seems to capture a lot. There's there's folk music everywhere, and everything eventually traces back to some folk doing some kind of music. So might right. as well pick that one. So true. So here you are going forward. Um, you have this um, big event coming up on uh, no, do I have that right? Is it that you had an al- album release recently? Yeah, we did an album release that was at uh, Urban Growler Brewing uh, in their barrel room on November 5th. And we dropped on all of the uh, usual streaming uh, uh, platforms and our CD dropped on November 4th. And we've been getting really nice response to that. But Julia can tell you a little bit about another show that we do have coming up this Friday. Yeah, we're doing kind of a, a post-release show, a little a stripped-down version of, of the big party that we had. Um, and we're having that at Unity Church uh, in St. Paul on Friday the 18th at 7 p.m. And that'll be free, and it'll be um, us as a trio performing the songs from the album, some other covers, some traditional songs. Uh, just kind of a nice little evening of uh, a little showcase of what we do. And there will be All right. And there will be cookies. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Friday at what That's time? Important, Seven PM. Seven PM at Unity. Now is Unity Church in Golden Valley or no? This is the one in Saint Paul at the Unitarian Church. Um oh, Unitarian over by Church. it's just off of like a port as on Portland and Grotto ish. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. All right. I'm really excited to hear you guys. Um, I, the, the names of some of the songs I'm very interested in, like Solitaire Waltz, and um, you guys wrote all of these, right? Something About You. We did. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. A Mighty Ocean. Boy, I, I bet that has a whole lot of meaning in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, Between the Lines. So when I was reading uh, the songs, the names of the songs, I was quite impressed by it. Because you never know what they mean. And sometimes you can listen to them and glean exactly what you guys were saying. So that's pretty awesome as well. All right. If people come and get a chance to see you on Friday at 7 p.m. at the Unitarian Church on Portland and Grotto in St. Paul, Minnesota, what can they expect? Well, we'll definitely do all of the songs that are on the album in a... It, it was interesting, too, on the album, we had all this time because we couldn't play live, as you know, for about right. two years. So many songs got multiple layers of instruments from each of us, and we've stripped them down uh, for purposes of this show at Unity, uh, which has been interesting. So we'll hear those. And then we also love, um, there's so many songs that we've been inspired by, and they cover a huge uh, range that we'll be covering as well. So it should be about an hour and a half of uh, solid uh, music, uh, mixing our songs with the songs that we really love. All right. If uh, people want more information, where to go to get the tickets and to get your music, where do they go? Um, You can check us out at barrelflashband.com, which is our website. It has all of our information. And you can also find our album, which is called A Guide to Dancing Alone, on any of your streaming platforms that you like, be that Spotify, Bandcamp, SoundCloud, all of that. Uh, and we also have CDs. And if you're interested in uh, a physical CD, if you're still on that train. I am on that train. That's at our website. <laughs> yes, it's a good train. I bought my car specifically because it still had a CD player. Me too, so me too. 
<laughs> so yes. true. All right. If people want more information, just go to Barrel, which is B-A-R-R-E-L, just like it's spelled, Flash, F-L-A-S-H, Band, BarrelFlashBand.com. It has been a pleasure. I will be listening to your music, and I hope I get to interview you guys again. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you so much. Thanks, Carolyn. All right. Take care, you guys. Wow. That's really cool, you guys. If you get a chance to go check them out, make sure you get there, okay? Make sure you get there Friday, this coming Friday, 7 p.m. at the Unitarian Church on Portland Grotto. We'll be back. Oh, my goodness. I am so excited to have Rohan Preston back with us. We have such a great time when we get to talk about theater. He is the lead theater critic at the Star Tribune. Welcome back. It's so great to have you. It's wonderful to be back with you. Thank you. Okay, here's the thing. You have reviewed um, almost, you know, every week, several times on November already. November 1st, you went in and and you talked a little bit about Don Shelby and Nancy Nelson and how they did exchange. They did the whole love letters on stage. How did that Mm go? Um, it's good. You know, they, they, I haven't, um, I haven't, I've written a preview, um, on them and, and they, uh, ex, uh, expanded or I should say extended their, their show. And it's, um, it's a Chan Hassan. It's almost sold out. They're going to bring it back again, uh, awesome. in February in time for Valentine's day. Um, and, um, this is a, a, a love letters is a, is a show that's really wonderful in that, um, it doesn't take rehearsals. They le- they're literally reading love letters. Reading. Um, yeah, and Ooh, and um, and it, it is. It's been a big sort of celebrity vehicle as well. So um, I'm I'm actually looking forward to getting to see that. Um, they they are um, they're completely sold out. They were completely sold out this week, and and uh, they would have made a. a an exception for putting in another table for me somewhere. <laughs> there you go. You know, I love trying to figure out where you are, what show you're trying, you're, you're in the room to see. And of course we don't get to know that until the article was written. Um, and oh, that's why I, I looked at this and I went, Oh, November 1st was the first one. Oh my gosh. I got to mention them all. <laughs> yeah. Well, for you know, the thing is there's so many, and even some of the shows that I didn't write about, I didn't write about merely we roll along at, um, at Theater Latte, it was phenomenal. It's fantastic, um, um, and it was like wow. But you know what this is is that theater is back. It, it is. is all one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And it was fascinating. My wife and I went to see uh, How the Grinch Stole uh, Christmas um, um, at Children's Theater yesterday, and uh, you know it's back because they are uh, they they now there's some uh, audience. Uh, engagement pieces, uh, elements to the show. That is, the actors are in the audience. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> the is. children love that sort of thing. I know mine would. Yeah. It's really wonderful there at the front and at the side of the theater. And, you know, um, it's a beautiful, beautiful show. I, I have to say, I never thought of um that show, The Grinch, as a musical before, but they've added new songs, new lyrics, and guess what? what? <laughs> it's a musical. Yeah. It's a musical. There you go. That's that's the recipe right there. Um, so I gotta I gotta get tickets to this. It, when does it start? Has it started already? Uh, it has started, and it will go. Um, I'll tell you in one second, but I think it will go until um, until the end of the year. Um, actually. 
Grinch Christmas Children's Theater. It go it goes um, until uh, maybe even January. You know. No kidding. Let me tell you something about Christmas in January with me. Yeah, don't want to go there. You know, Christmas, I love Christmas, okay? I love it, love it, love decorating all of it. But when it's done and we're happening upon New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, I'm so done at that point. I'm so done with all of the music. And, you know, when the music stops, you just, people take a deep, <laughs> a deep breath like, oh, thank goodness. The, the Grinch, how the Grinch stole Christmas goes until January 8th. That's amazing. Do you know my granddaughters two years ago at Javita's house in that apartment she had attached to her home, they would watch the Grinch stole Christmas, the cartoon over mm-hmm. and over again. And when the bill came, which I didn't know it cost anything. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, man, I spent a lot of money on that. Okay, let's talk about Uncle Philip's coat because it really talks about, it's a play about trauma and resilience. And this is what we're really focusing on here in the Mm -hmm. great state of Minnesota and in our country right now. Tell me about that. So it's, it's, it's a, it's really, it's, and and it's interesting because uh, it's set uh, a century ago in Ukraine. It starts a century ago in Ukraine and it, it, it goes and comes to America. Um, and it's about a cult. It's a, Uncle Philip's coat has this history as a sort of witness, um, an article of clothing, witness to um, the, the, all the things that the people who wore the coat and the families have suffered. And, and it, it is about resilience. It's about the trauma that people carry from their histories and experiences and how they cope now. Um, right. And, um, the, you know, he was, um, they, 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 they called him a flim-flam man because he didn't seem to have a job or, or anything, but really sort of dealing with trauma. And he, he would, he's a very funny character in the sense that he would uh, just burst open with his coat and that may have things that, in it that, that are for sale. And you've seen these well-dressed gentlemen who approach, uh, I've seen them in the barber shop <laughs> and it's, you know, it's like open the coat and it's a whole display rack. Well, uh, uncle Philip's coat was used in a similar way and it's passed on to a nephew who is an actor. And he tells the story, um, JC Cutler, it's a one person show. Uh, Maddie right. Selman wrote it and JC Cutler plays all the roles and he's really really good. Uh, you have to be remarkable production. to do a one man or one woman show. You have to yeah. be remarkable. There's just yeah. no way you can get past that. So, oh my goodness, I'm sorry. I missed um, Don Shelby and Nancy Nelson as well as Uncle Philip's coat. Um, well, really, and, I just miss it. I think, I, I think Uncle Philip's coat may go on for just a little longer. You may be able to get a chance to see that. And and I, we, you and I, will we, we can talk about uh, Don Shelby and Nancy Nelson again in the in the holidays, I mean, in the Valentine's season, which is the next holiday season, because that one is coming back uh, in right. February. Wow, my goodness. Now, I do want to mention very quickly that the Stillwater Theater's implosion leaves a community wondering what went wrong. You wrote that, and it's about the Zephyr, the Zephyr Theater uh, met a need for performing arts in the St. Croix Valley. Tell us what happened. So, and it's ongoing, and basically there's been some... Um, Fiscal mismanagement there, um, and and unpaid debts and other mm-hmm. things, um, 
Uh, it's, a, it's a young theater uh, founded by uh, some young um, people, um, but they, it, and it grew very rapidly. Uh, the Calissa Hall is the uh, artistic founding artistic director, and she was let go by the board. Um, I, you know, we have these things that happen in the community um, with with theater companies, and and this similar thing is uh, happening over at Artistry uh, in Bloomington, which is. Um, you know, like th- there are management consequences um, to uh, bad fiscal decisions, and and um, and so they're trying to deal with that wreckage. Uh, my my hope as a citizen is that uh, both of these uh, companies will pull through uh, after the, the boards and what have you uh, become. You know, certainly uh, totally transparent. Uh, and sort of level with the public about exactly what happened and 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 then go from there because essentially I mean these are nonprofit theaters and they're public trust um, and and um, of course uh, as journalists we report on them um, uh, Matt McKinney uh, was my colleague on the Zephyr theater uh, story and he did a wonderful wonderful job of sort of sussing out um, a lot of the the numbers and shenanigans and stuff like that. Right. I do hope, though, that they will. I hope that there will, there will be some nonprofit that comes to the rescue because we need every theater that we have because there's so many people who need it, like me, like you, yeah. who really yeah, need I, theater. And, and the more mm-hmm. I hear about those that closed down during COVID, you know, so many are returning with different names and that sort of thing. I wish we had more time, Rohan, but I got to go. It's <laughs> always a pleasure to have you join us. If people want to read your articles, where do they go? Uh, com Slash Rohan dash Preston. There you go. <laughs> Take care of yourself, Ro. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, and happy, happy Thanksgiving as well. Thank you, sir. I'm performing at um, that night at 7 o'clock at the Dakota, so come on out if you want to. Bring your beautiful wife with you. On Thanksgiving <laughs> night. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> 7 o'clock at the Dakota. DakotaCooks.com. All right, I Kevin Kling is... All right, you take care of yourself. Kevin Kling is coming up next. You don't want to miss it. We'll be back. It is now 9.49 here at WCCO. I am so excited to have this final guest on tonight. The name of the show, and it's happening at Open Eye Theater, is called To Boldly Go, The Adventures of an Indigenous Space Cadet, featuring Dovey Thomason and hosted by my friend Kevin Kling. Kevin, it is always a pleasure to have you on here at WCCO Radio. How are you? I'm good. It's always so good to talk with you, Gerilyn. You too, sir. To boldly go, tell us more. Um, well, this is a good friend of mine, Dovey Thomason. She's a indigenous storyteller, and she's also a science fiction buff. And she's quite, and also, um, uh, yeah, she's one of the best storytellers in the world, for my money. And boy, I just this is such a great opportunity for folks to hear uh, kind of both the combination of. She's worked with NASA. She's worked with, you know, all kinds of different organizations. And also, uh, you know, uh, she's both Lakota um, and uh, uh, Navajo. She, so she brings a lot to the table on this, and she's just wonderful. How did this piece come together? It's called To, to Boldly Go, The Adventures of an Indigenous Space Cadet. How did this come together? Um, well, she, like... I said she's always been kind of into, she loves science fiction, she loves science, she loves NASA, 
And I think, um, especially in a lot of the indigenous and First Nation communities, there is really a, a connection with the stars, whether it's in terms of ancestry or, um, you know, or, or legends. Or, and so she's always had a connection with both the stars and a fascination with outer space. And it's amazing. Like, cause so, go ahead. Go ahead, sir. No, no. And I, I tell you, until you've heard her tell a story, it's just she's absolutely incredible. And, uh, and, oh, and, I, and I, I misspoke. She's uh, not Navajo. She's Plains Apache. So I apologize for that. Um, and uh, also of Scottish ancestry as well. Mm, how about that? You know, when I read about um, a theater like Open Eye, when you read under About, it says here the company's whimsical yet profound work surprises and delights, whether experienced in the company's historic jewel box theater in Minneapolis or in neighborhoods throughout the Twin Cities with the driveway tour. That is remarkable because what you're doing is right there. I mean, it's being defined why you are there at the, at the, at the Open Eye Theater to put this piece on. When does it open and when does it close? It opens this Thursday and closes on Sunday. So you just have um, this upcoming weekend uh, to, to see the show. And, uh, yeah, I just can't recommend it more highly. Uh, it's just, yeah. So, yeah, you just have this weekend, and that's all we got her. And then she's back to Pennsylvania. I'm sorry, Joe. With technology right now. Kevin, are you there? Yes, I am. Sorry about that. I don't know what happened. No, it's not you. I think it's our technology here at WCCO. Uh, forgive me for that. But um, just to make sure, if is it for all ages? Uh, we recommend fourteen and up, and it's not because of any of you know. It, it's it's all uh, family friendly. But I just think that the nature of the material, I think fourteen and up responds to it better. Okay, 14 and up. This is incredible. So many young people wish to go to the stars, right? And to see yeah. that this piece can be hilarious and wonderful and intriguing. Um, I'm so grateful that you're still doing what you're doing. We need you. We need you. So I'm so grateful oh, oh. you're still at it. And if you ever need me, don't hesitate to call me, okay? Oh, sure. <laughs> we need you. I tell you, you know I'm Are a you huge there? fan. <laughs> you know I adore you. Yeah, I just, yeah. <laughs> We need you as well. <laughs> I adore you, too. Thank you, sir. Congratulations. If people want more information, where do they go to get tickets? Uh, they can go to Open Eye, um, Open Eye Theater, and uh, you can either go to uh, the box office at org or the number 612-874-6338. Perfect. Of course, I want people to know it's called To Boldly Go. Perfect title, sir. Perfect. Did you write this? I just want no, to make sure I get no, this straight. Dovey is, Did you write it? No, I didn't. Uh, Dovey wrote it. She's, um, she was here earlier. She did a, a wonderful piece with Open Eye that sold out called How the West Was Spun. And uh, it was a Native American uh, <laughs> take on the Buffalo Bill Wild West shows. And so now she's taking us to outer space. And I, it, it'll be an unforgettable experience. I can guarantee that. 
I know it will be. It always is. Kevin, what a what a, a joy to have you on tonight. Thank you for joining us and visiting here at WCCO Radio. You take care of yourself. Thanks, Sherilyn. Thanks for all the great work you do. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right, everyone, that is the ending of Center Stage. Basically, as you heard me say earlier, yes, I do have a show on Thanksgiving night. And so our family is going to do a brunch for Thanksgiving. We did that last year. Uh, it made it easier for our mom. And so, yeah, we're going to do that again this year. And then I will be on that stage with a smoking band. My brother Fred will be um, the pianist, uh, Jonathan Bacure on bass, Kenyari Jackson, my nephew, on drums. He's amazing. And Christian, no, uh, David Philly, I think. Is it Christian? Oh, my gosh. Right. Forgive me, Spencer, if you hear this. I think it's Spencer Christensen on guitar. That's sad, isn't it? Oh, my gosh. We'll be back in a moment. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.